new value creation is important so that we continue to be part of the solution. The only way we're going to address this is about thinking differently, connecting dots that maybe we didn't think about in the past, but connecting them in the way that we can make sustainability as the path for a business. That is Nizar Triggy, Chief Technology Officer and Group President for the Solutions Businesses at Bridgestone Americas. In that role, he leads innovation, drives sustainability strategy, and helps accelerate opportunities for new business growth, which are all critical responsibilities as Bridgestone paves the way for a global revolution in mobility. Hi there, I'm Keith Cauley, and this is Thrive, a Bridgestone Americas podcast exploring our company through compelling conversations with teammates across our organization. Through our first two seasons on Thrive, we've been working to unpack who we are at Bridgestone, what we're doing, and why we're doing it. Whether we're talking about tires and solutions, retail networks, sustainability, diversified products, or our people and culture, it's all interconnected within our holistic North Star framework that is designed to help move us and the world ahead. And Nazar is right in the middle of it. As the executive leader overseeing research and development, our mobility solutions business, circular economy, IT, and more, he helps us close season two by connecting the dots on some of the big investments, announcements, and changes we've been making at Bridgestone. And maybe he can give us a preview of what's coming next as we continue to bring our North Star journey to life. We hope you enjoy this conversation. Well, we are joined by Nizar Triggy. He is Chief Technology Officer and Group President for the Solutions Businesses at Bridgestone America. So all that to say that he is our guy leading research, development, innovation, all the exciting stuff as we look to the future. Uh, Nizar, thanks for taking some time to talk to us about it today. Thank you, Keith. I'm glad I'm joining today. Well, sure. And Nazar would love to start, you know, a little bit with your personal journey before we dive into uh, all aspects Bridgestone. You've had a, a very long career across the automotive uh, industry. I know stops at Ford and Jaguar Land Rover, Dura Automotive. What has that path been like for you? How did you get into the mobility space and how has it developed to bring you to Bridgestone? Well, indeed, I have a long history around mobility technology and sustainability. So my entire career has revolved somehow around these three. And I've always leveraged innovation uh, really to create kind of new solutions that uh, really meet the customer need, help solve societal challenges, especially as it relates to global warming, sustainability, and creating new value for the business. So it's always revolved somewhere around there. My path really has evolved out of a sense of curiosity and desire for new challenges. So that's what's been driving me throughout my entire career. And I started with the Ford Motor Company uh, trying to resolve the uh, challenge of harmful emission from internal combustion engines. So I started that engine, transitioned very quickly to challenges to address energy and fuel consumption in, uh, for mobility in general. This was through vehicle efficiencies, hybridization, electrification of the powertrain, uh, which was always seen as a trade-off between doing the right thing for the environment, but not necessarily the, uh, uh, the business. So it was always looked as a trade-off. So my third challenge was really I wanted to transition to 
kind of trying to focus on how do you leverage sustainability and make it a path for profitable growth for a business, which is to be honest with you what I've done in my last stages with uh, Jaguar Land Rover, uh, Dura, and what I'm hoping that I'm contributing now with Bridgestone. Yeah. It seems like those are still challenges we're grappling with as an industry, as a society today. How, I guess, different was the thinking, the landscape? I mean, you started at Ford looking at, you know, internal combustion engines and emissions, which is still something the industry is trying to work, uh, you know, progressively forward on. But how different is the landscape then versus now? It's an evolution. Uh, these are uh, societal challenges. Um they don't have necessarily a uh, easy answer. Uh, so it's really an evolution and a continuous focus. Uh, but the industry is really honed in and focused on this. And to be honest with you, there are several trends that are impacting what we're seeing right now. So the industry or mobility is going through an inflection point. And these are irreversible trends. So it's not really a question of if, it's really just when, and they're going to continue to happen in maybe a different uh, path or acceleration. And we talk about that, we call them case. So it's really connectivity, autonomy, shared and electrification. And again, they, these are not necessarily independent trends. They are trends that are driven by common social driver and consumer behavior changes. Things are changing rapidly in both of these. Um, within society, it's mainly driven by the desire to stop or reverse global warming, which uh, I believe is the single most important issue of our time. And the second one, it relates to the changing value system of our consumers. Consumer that historically wanted to own things, but now they are coveting more of the experience. So again, a change that's irreversible and through the new generation, migration to big cities, uh, congestion, etc. So especially for uh, the world of mobility, these trends uh, will not uh, be resolved anytime soon and require focus on technology, focus on business innovation and creating kind of a digital thread, connecting product services, to create unique solution and a frictional experience for the customer. Well, and I, I think those are certainly some of the things we've been talking about as we we bring to life this North Star strategy and where Bridgestone is looking to the future, connecting those specific dots that you've kind of laid out. What about the experiences that you've had at each of those stops do you take learnings from and, and apply to, I guess, the journey that we're on at Bridgestone or what of those experiences has kind of fueled your ideas and, and the pursuits that we're working on here at Bridgestone right now? So I've been trying to deal with uh, similar challenges. And they, since we're all working in the space of mobility, they tend to be the same. In terms of the societal changes, it's the same focus, is the four megatrends. In terms of the corporate, of course, challenges, we are a mature company at the later stage of development and new value creation is important so that we continue to grow, fuel our uh, growth and also be part of the solution to solve this uh, societal uh, challenges. So what I bring in personally, and really this is back to maybe what I just said, which is really innovation. 
The only way we're going to address this is about thinking differently, connecting dots that maybe we didn't think about in the past, but connecting them in the way that we can make uh, sustainability as the path for a business. And as I mentioned, it's not just technology, it's technology, it's business, and it's that digital threat. And specifically in terms of the digital threat, so historically, a lot of company, including Bridgestone, we mainly, to be honest, our business was about making things, selling things, selling a product. And of course, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, we succeeded as a company doing that. We are still are the number one tire and rubber company in the world. But now we need to transition, especially as we talk about uh, becoming a um, sustainable solution business. What we're doing is now we're trying to think about the entire value chain, all the way from engineering, uh, procurement, manufacturing, selling. But now we're continuing our journey. It's really the experience of our customer during usage. And that's where we're talking about mobility solution, tire-centric solution, both for our customer, our fleets, uh, and our OEM, all the way to end of life. And now also at end of life, how do we ensure that we have solutions that actually bring value back with our end of life product through uh, hopefully circular economy and bringing it back all the way to the raw material that started from. So we're looking at this very holistically in a different way, looking at the entire value chain and leveraging uh, the innovation and digital transformation that we've been going through for the last several years. Yeah. And your role is an area that brings a lot of these different aspects together from research and development to IT to the mobility solutions and that sustainability uh, aspect that's the underlying threat across kind of all of the different pillars that we're focused on. And you talk about some of those movements, some of the areas of focus. Uh, we've made a lot of progress since we've kind of announced this North Star strategy in the last year. And I would love to kind of get your take on on a couple of the different kind of examples of bringing the North Star to life because we try to help, you know, as you said, connect the dots for people that are listening. Um, and so maybe we start in that core tire space. You say we still are that number one tire and rubber business in the in the world. Um, we had some important launch milestones this last year to continue investing in our core tire focus, uh, the R213 steer tire in commercial space. I know consumer-wise, we had the, the new Potenza Sport and, and another new Potenza offering, the Alenza Ultra. You know, as we continue to look at all of this this business growth uh, in different areas, it would appear that, right, we're still very focused on core tire to, to help it keep advancing in that area, correct? Oh, certainly. Continuing to regain our earning power or solidify our earning power in our core business is key to our entire strategy. Core business will continue to generate the cash that we need to invest in the entire strategy, uh, including solution as we grow that part of the business. So the two launches that you talked about, the 213 and the Alenza Ultra, were major launches this year. This is a transition maybe between 2020 and 2021. This is the proof point of a lot of the work that we have been doing in R&D when it comes to, um, uh, to core product, which is really ensuring that uh, we have an 
and surpassed product in the marketplace. Uh, we want product with unsurpassed performance in all the segment, especially in the segment where we're, we're seeing transition uh, to electrification. And this is leveraging our unique capability in system engineering, tire vehicle dynamic and material science. And we're starting to see the output of that starting with quiet track in uh, late 2019, early 2020. And now the onslaught of uh, uh, new product that started uh, last year and will continue in the, in, the, in the next few years. But we have several segments that we think are key. The high performance all season, will continue primary focus for us. TBR long haul steer tire will continue to be a focus. And the Freedom uh, LT segment, uh, Freedom meaning going on truck or uh, off-road capability, uh, a tire with off-road capability in the LT segment are the three areas that we're focused on. And, and so I, we look kind of now to that next iteration, whether it's, I, I guess, maybe the A of the business model, that core tire and rubber, uh, and going up the ladder to B and C, I guess, that you can talk about. Uh, you're certainly a, a guy with a lot of the proprietary information, but I guess what would be some of those uh, next step R&D efforts that we're really focused on, you know, trying to tackle and trying to drive forward as we move ahead? We're excited about the... Uh a suite of uh, new technology that we call Enlightened. Uh, so Enlightened is a suite of technology on on carcass. As you know, we're, our products are becoming modular. We call them module one, two, and three. Uh, one and two are the carcass, three is the tread. So they impact almost every aspect of our tires with several unique uh, features in terms of 3D siping and some unique features there. But most important part I'm excited about is really new polymer systems that we are developing and now at the stage of scaling. So we launched our uh, tandem mixing uh, starting in 2020. Tandem mixing gave us new opportunity to create new compound and new material. So our investment paid off, but now we want to really take full advantage of this through new polymer. Polymer science is a key strength for Bridgestone. We want to leverage it to continue to win in the marketplace. The second one is about sustainable biomaterial. Uh, we talked about uh, natural alternative natural rubber coming from the Waioli shrub. Uh, that's something that I'm excited about and full material circularity. So these three things uh, will be the major focus of our product launches over the next few years focused on the segment I just mentioned. We bring in a, together a lot of the different conversations we've had over uh, the last two seasons with with Bill Nayura and, and uh, Dave Dierig with Waiuli, Scott Damon. His big words were mix and modularity, right? And so you can see where all of this connects together. And then we, we just talked about Azuga uh, on our last uh, episode as well. And this is one of those big announcements we've made in kind of that mobility solution space in that the the future of, of technology and the, and the digitalization of everything. There's been a couple of others that I'd love to get your take on. Um, Kodiak Robotics was a, a recent investment that we made. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is and why that's exciting? Certainly. And a lot of this is related to our digital solutions. So uh, we talked about our digital solution, the new capability we developed. 
And part of that strategy is really creating new value during that usage stage uh, of the product. That part is an evolution. Least amount is, we said, it's an asset tracking through simple things like an RFID, but evolves very quickly in terms of, uh, for example, uh, predictive maintenance. Uh, we talked about uh, uh, sensors now that are in the tire that can predict the wear rate, damage state, even the life left in the tire, especially for a product that we retread. So it's an evolution of that capability. So from maintenance, diagnostic, prognosis, but the final stage of that, really, we see it as tire as a sensor. Tire as a sensor means the tire, it's the only element in a vehicle that actually is in direct contact with the, with the surface. And we want to use the sensor through our algorithm to sense the instantaneous friction with the road, which is really the instantaneous attraction capability at every corner in the vehicle based on the status of the tire itself, the wear state, and the environment condition or the road state as an input to intelligent algorithm for autonomy. Uh, and both, as you know, Kodiak and Enright, that's the space they're working on. So we believe that this could be a unique capability to ensure a safe operation of autonomous vehicles. And I'm going to cite a couple of things. So we believe a, um, a camera or a LADAR system, which is the main vision that now comes to the autonomous controller, will never be able to see like black ice. We believe that knowing the capability and traction uh, of the road will allow, for example, safe distance between vehicle in an environment that's uh, maybe less than ideal. It will inform the system on safe turning uh, speed in a turn or a lane maneuver. So we believe all of this information will be key to a safe autonomous and thus we made the investment in both of those companies and now more importantly to get access and work with them to develop these solutions. And so for those who don't know, Kodiak and Enride, uh, how would you describe what I guess each of the, the businesses are as well that will bring what you just described to life? Uh, both of them are uh, technology company that are focused on autonomy, both of them in the space of long haul trucks, which we believe is going to be the first application of autonomous uh, application, especially we really like the model that uh, Kodiak uh, has taken, which is focused on the middle mile, meaning that it automates maybe the path between two cities. So it does not try to bring vehicle autonomy within cities, but uh, leverages kind of uh, drop-off and pick-up centers uh, at the edges of cities and really automate just that highway portion uh, on, in long haul, which we believe is the problem to solve initially due to the shortages of drivers and the safety related to distracted driving and all that. So we believe it's, a, it's the problem to solve and we want to be part of that. 
Well, we've we've talked a little bit about your journey and the focus on core tire mobility solutions. And I think to, to close our time, would love to touch on what I, I know is a big passion of yours is sustainability and a big portion of your role. Um, and you noted that you think climate change in, is obviously the, the biggest challenge that we are facing. So I can tell that this is something that really means a lot to you. When somebody asks you, Nizar, what is sustainability to you? What is your response? Well, first of all, I have to admit that I'm a tree hugger, uh, maybe in, <laughs> in secret. Actually, really, this is what drives me the most. But again, I strongly believe it's not a trade-off. We can do the right thing for our customer, for our shareholders, for our teammates, and for society at the same time. We just need to be more innovative. We just need to think about end solution, not our solutions. To be honest with you, this is what drives me the most on my daily routine. This is when I look at the end of the day in the mirror and say, what did I accomplish? This is my focus. And this is what keeps me going, even though we have uh, 80 hour weeks on a regular basis, as you know. Uh, but sustainability uh, to me uh, means that we need to leave this earth and the resources of this earth. We're stewards for these resources for the next generation. So we have to be conscious for every decision that we make, and we have to ensure that future generation has equal access to this earth's resources and the beauty of this earth. The global warming, to be honest with you, is actually almost beyond sustainability because we have made some damage and we need potentially to actually reverse it. So it's actually, we're going beyond just sustainability. We're going into maybe recovery because I think the damage that we made as a society um, exceeded the capability of uh, Earth to self-heal. So this is urgent. And what we need to do, at least for our own business, uh, again, I think this is every company needs to put that as top of priority. We need to address everything, uh, every aspect of our business, from our procurement to uh, our manufacturing, our transportation, uh, even our people commuting, etc. on one side. The other one, which has even deeper impact, is really kind of the huge stage, how efficient are our products, number one. Number two, uh, which will continue to gain more and more importance, is really the material that we use both in the beginning and at the end of life. What do you do with that material and how do, do we leverage it? Uh, and the reason the uses, usage part is getting less important in the future, because our tire will be outfitted on electric vehicle from a green grid. That's what society is working on. So the usage part will continue to reduce at least the CO2 uh, contribution. And then what we're left with is really the raw material, the processes to generate uh, a raw version material, and the asset that we have, and I'm calling it asset on purpose, which is the end of life tire, which is now how can you turn that into useful product, both in our industry for full circularity or an other useful product for other industries. So this is an important part and this is where you heard us talk about 
bioprocessing of uh, end of life tire i think we brought that up uh, a little bit uh, during um, a, a town hall kind of what we're doing about it the ecosystem that we're developing uh, with other uh, partners so that we can start defining exactly our go-to market uh, in the next couple of years so this is top priority right now yeah. Well, and I know we saw it from our global CEO, you know, Shu Ishibashi, the big targets we've laid out as far as, you know, our carbon footprint and some of our sustainability goals by 2050, which is on that vision to be a, a sustainable solutions company. And I was going to ask, you know, from your personal point of view to then the business point of view, how are we working to kind of bring that all to life? But I think you touched on it a little bit right there. Um, and, and it's an ongoing conversation, right? There's a lot to bring together and try to put a strategy forward. To, to move everybody on the same page, right? That's exactly it. So yeah, our commitment are very clear uh, for 2050, carbon neutrality and 100% recycled material by 2050. These are the um, scientific-based targets. Our glide path to there, we made a very aggressive target 2030. So uh, to be honest with you, we're not sure exactly how we're going to deliver it, but we know that we will deliver it given all the focus and the innovation that our teammates are showing at uh, every turn. So these are aggressive targets we set ourselves. And now what we're trying to define both in BSAM and globally is the best value to get there and the right partnership and ecosystems. And the focus is really on continue to turning our plant into a zero emission plants. That's number one. So how we manufacture. And second part, it's all about this uh, material circularity and the ability to focus on end-of-life tire collection, processing, uh, both uh, we talk about three aspects or four overall, reduce, which is how do we make our tire last longer, have better efficiency, reuse, which is really continue to leverage our retread business and maybe doubling down and expand it into other area like last mile uh, delivery. Uh, recycle, which is ability to take our end of life tire and turn to into some useful product, something like we've done with the Delta acquisition, focusing on the recovery of carbon black. And lastly, renew. And renew is the ultimate. It's the ability to take an end of life tire and turn it into its original form or its original polymer, almost like back to the polymer or the material that it was made out of, so that we can use it in a full circularity with no limitation as if it was a virgin product. So that's the focus. And that's what you're going to be hearing of in the next two to three quarters, the joint venture that we're developing and the go-to-market that we're establishing. And we're at final stages of this. So you're going to hear a lot of this before the second quarter next year. <laughs> well, I tell you, that is the perfect tease for us to end season two of the Thrive podcast. It's well well scripted right there, Nazar. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. So hopefully um, maybe you'll invite me again <laughs> at the end of next season. Yes to talk more about how we made this now real and hopefully by then we'll uh, we'll be able to talk more about this core products in terms of product that I cannot talk too much about now but all of this all of this <laughs> stuff is coming in the next few uh, couple of quarters I would say <laughs> 
Keep dangling the carrot out there. I like it. I appreciate that. Um, certainly a lot to do and a lot in motion, but plenty of uh, motivation to, to get it done. So Nizar, thank you so much for taking the time and kind of diving into a few of these different areas to help us explore. And we do look forward to having you back and talking again soon. Thank you for having me. Bridgestone is committed to staying the course on our North Star strategy because we're convinced it's the right path for the future of our business, our people, and the world around us. Guided by core values and driven by our team of diverse and talented people, we're continuing investments in our core tire business and cultivating new opportunities in a digital world, moving us forward one step at a time towards our vision, as Nazar said, to become a sustainable solutions company. And with that, we're going to wrap for season two of Thrive, but have no fear, we shall return with new episodes in the new year, along with some fresh ideas and perspectives to keep you connected to what's going on across Bridgestone and across our industry. And if you can't wait that long, remember, every episode of Thrive is available wherever it is you listen to podcasts. You can also subscribe or follow to be alerted of the new episodes. You can give us a rating or review to let us know what you think. And you can always reach us via email at thrivepodcast at bfusa.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Keith Cauley, reminding you to keep on keeping on and telling you to remember that at Bridgestone, today, tomorrow, together, we thrive. Be good, everybody. 